Trying to get up to speed on the Colts? This is your one-stop shop, the Colts Daily Update. Here's your host, Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts. It's time now for the Colts Daily Update on a Thursday evening. I'm Matt Taylor, joined by J.J. Stangovitz tonight from Colts.com. Boy, it gets dark early nowadays. I don't like it. But the Colts practice again today in the daylight. Another beautiful day here in central Indiana as the Colts get ready for the 2-6 and six Raiders. It's week 10. The Colts are on a three-game losing streak. They're playing the Raiders for the fifth consecutive season, by the way. That's the longest streak for these two AFC teams. They're playing each other this year, of course, because the AFC South is crossing over and lining up with the AFC West. JJ, how you doing, man? Dust settled yet on the week yet for you? Kind of, in a way. Uh, you know, the Colts have the they've got their interim coach in place. They've got their play caller in place. And guys are back to work. Um, I had a chance to talk with Zaire Franklin on Wednesday, and something he mentioned was like just coming in and talking about the game plan and talking about how do we stop Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams was like kind of centering for him right, right. after a very tumultuous start to the week. And I think you're getting that sense from a lot of players that there is a, a renewed focus and um, just feel around here of like, all right, boy, that was a, that was a wild – couple of days but hey we still got to play a football game on Sunday and we have to do everything in our power to get ready for that game right certainly eight games to play it's it's I was on a show earlier today and it's like you know how's the team going to respond it's not as if this is a quarter of the season left or two or three I mean there's still half the season here I mean so this is still this is pretty significant this move with eight games to play so with that in mind you talked with Zaire Franklin you talked with a lot of guys in the locker room this week as did I how has the team responded to Jeff Saturday so far, how are, how have they taken to him in terms of his personality and certainly the the subtle differences that he is going to have on this team in practice and game preparation different than Frank Reich? Yeah, every player I talked to was was very impressed by his opening uh, team meeting on Wednesday, where he addressed the team for the first time and did it in a way that was very genuine and did not shy away from the elephant in the room. The reason why he's here is because the Colts parted way with Frank Reich, a, a head coach who, you know, players in the locker room loved and and loved playing for and, and right. loved, you know, being with. And he started off, you know, by by addressing that. So that's something Desire Franklin really praised him for was that he didn't shy away from the narratives that are out there and the things that he knows players have seen over the last couple of days. So he started by doing that and then he just was real with them. I mean and, and to to see Jeff Saturday interact with people it's it's constant it's he is an energetic dude who commands a room and exhibits he just exudes great leadership laughing just hearing you talk about it because i can see it and picture in my head right and i mean anyone here like folks listening to this you know may have had an interaction with him at a restaurant or something and you know it's funny there's a uh, there's a there's a mexican restaurant about two blocks away from my house and there's a picture of him this is probably like 2002, 2003. There's a picture of Jeff Saturday getting carryout, and they put it on the <laughs> they put it on the wall, right? I mean, this yeah. is obviously back during his playing days. My, I mean, but my, no, you're my exactly wife, right. My wife and she worked at a server at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> there you uh, go. When she what? was he when she was like in Mexican. high school, <laughs> said he was one of the best people who ever came in the restaurant. There you go. Loved waiting on his tables. Yeah, he must like uh, a little salsa there. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So, but you know, like that, that's the thing. And, and Quentin Nelson talked about that. That he's a part of the fabric of this community. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Q said he's talked to people who are not involved, who are not with the Colts, who just speak so highly of him. And then the thing I think that resonated with a lot of players was, you know, and and Quentin Nelson said this, was that Jeff Saturday is an underdog. He came into the league. He was 
pumping gas and selling electrical supplies in North Carolina yeah. for you know a year after he got cut, uh, 1998, gets a shot with the Colts, turns it into a six-time Pro Bowl, two-time first-team All-Pro, all Super Bowl-winning ring, ring of honor career. And he's an underdog as a head coach right now. This team at 3-5-1 and one is an underdog going through the rest of the season. It all kind of fits together. We'll see if that results into wins on Sundays, but right now the vibes in that locker room are pretty good. That's J.J. Stangovitz. I'm Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update tonight here on the home of the Colts, 93.5 and 107.5, the fans. So that's the player's view of Jeff Saturday. What's this week been like for Saturday himself? I mean, he talked about just hair on fire, I'm sure. But how in the world – I'm going to be so impressed by Sunday because they will have at that point put it all together. But how in the world does he come in, take the job, meet the staff, put a game plan together in, you know, four or five days here? Yeah, he's done a lot of leaning on his coaches. He said on Wednesday, you know, he he told Gus Bradley and Bubba Ventrone, hey, you guys keep coaching the way you're coaching. You're going to make me look good because they've been coaching awfully well this year. Yeah. And I think that's been a big part of it is he's kind of wrapped his arms around this. He, You know, there are some tweaks here and there that he wants to put in, whether it's with the game plan, whether it's with the practice schedule, just the, the overall feel in the building. But he mostly wants – like, hearing him talk, he wants stability. And that's why he chose Parks Frazier to be offensive play caller, which we will get into. Um, and, you know, you talk to players on this team, and I was talking to Shaquille Leonard today, and he said, you know, for us it's pretty much the same. None of our coaches got fired. None of our coach, you know, all of our same coaches are here. Our same teammates are here. Yeah, it's a new head coach, but for us, when you really drill down into the units of this team and when you go into meetings and you go out on the practice field, you're with your unit a lot, not a lot has changed. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's weird to say that when it feels like everything has changed, but for these guys who are so good at car- compartmentalizing. It's all been on the offense. Right. Yeah. And even on offense, you know, you look around and – if you're an offensive lineman, okay, yeah, Jeff Saturday's probably over there with you during practice a little bit, but Chris Strasser and Kevin Wai are still your coaches. You still have the same guys out there you've been playing with all year. And that continuity, I think, is something that Jeff has really tried to emphasize this week of, yes, this is a big change, and I understand that, and I embrace that, but I'm going to do whatever I can to make this as smooth for the players and coaches that are now under him as possible. Hey, going back to the locker room, probably should have asked you this earlier, but how have you seen the players? Because it's a lot of the players, and I think specifically the guys on offense because they played, you know, unfortunately a, a part in this, right? If, if if the offense had played better, you know, who knows? Frank Reich still might be here. Some of these coaching changes might not have been made. But how have you seen the players balance taking that responsibility the part that they played in seeing Frank Reich dismissed and then being professional about the fact that, again, there's still eight games to play here. Yeah, a lot of players who we heard from this week have have said, you know, we feel responsible that Frank lost his job. Uh, Quentin Nelson was very strong in saying that. Um, you could sense the, you know, the emotion from him, the disappointment mm-hmm. in his own play. Uh, you know, you sense that from Paris Campbell, from Jonathan Taylor, guys that we heard from, uh, you know, who are very close with Frank Reich and, and – you know, felt like he championed them. Zaire Franklin, a guy who said he texted Frank and said, hey, you know, I just want to say thank you for taking a chance on me as a seventh-round pick and letting me grow into the player I, you know, player and man I am today. Um, and, and I think that's – players Players are going to struggle with losing your head coach. That's something that's going to happen. I think the way that Jeff Saturday has come in and addressed it hit a lot of the right notes mm-hmm. for them to kind of go back to it. He – he started off by saying, I love Frank Reich. You know, I consider Frank, you know, we're, we're close, you know, and it sucks. It, it does. There's no way around that, no matter how much 
you might be excited about Jeff Saturday. It is a difficult, tough thing that your head coach lost his job. And I, I think it's been a, a really interesting feel that these players are, are energized by Jeff Saturday, but they all know to a man, if we had played better, right. yeah. You know, Frank still probably has his job. Yeah, no doubt about that. That's the uh, cold, hard truth of it all. That's J.J. Stangovitz. Again, I'm Matt Taylor. Lastly, what do you expect from this offense? What do you think it's going to look like? You mentioned Parks Frazier. He's now the um, the play caller. I wouldn't call him the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. The, the Colts are not putting that tab on him, but he is going to call the plays. He's been here since 2018. I, I don't know what to expect coming up on Sunday. Do you have a good read on it? Well, here's the thing with Parks is that because, you know, like you mentioned, Mate, he's been here with 2000, since 2018. He has seen this offense evolve. He has worked with Frank, not just Frank Reich, but with Nick Sirianni. Yeah, and Philip Rivers, and right? Philip Rivers Carson, and, yeah. and Carson Wentz and all, Andrew Luck, all these quarterbacks <laughs> who have come yeah. through here yeah. over the last few years. Parks has worked with them, and he's been very close with them too. Um, you know, I, I think about this, that when the Colts had that, that Zoom call with Matt Ryan in the spring, to you know, say hey, you know, do you want to come here or not? Yeah, there are four coaches on that yeah, call. Par- Parks it was, was on it. and Par- it, Parks was one of them. Yeah, and that shows how much trust the you know the, this this building has in Parks Frazier. And I asked him, you know, how does that experience benefit you? And he said, you know, because he has seen mm-hmm. what the you know he has a number of influences with this offense. Um, I think ultimately you're not going to see it look too different. It, you're you're not gonna, like the Colts are not going to pivot from being a zone running team to a gap scheme team. Like you can't or the do triple that. Option, or a tri- okay. yeah, you can't do that in the middle of a no. season when you've spent months installing this thing. That's why I think going to Parks provides that continuity. Uh, it allows Scotty Montgomery and Scott Milanovic, two coaches who Jeff Saturday highlighted as having mm-hmm. play calling experience. Well, they'll have a hand in this, but it allows them to keep their same jobs. And now Parks can move forward. With his own way of being aggressive, that's something he talked about, is that I'm going to be aggressive and I'm going to do it in my own way. And he's always thought throughout his career, hey, if I had this opportunity, what would I do with it? Now he has this opportunity. Yes, he does not have play-calling experience, but he has been around Frank Reich. He has been around Nick Sirianni. He's been around some of the better offensive minds that have come through here and players that have come through here. And I think Mm -hmm. he's got a pretty good idea of what makes this offense go and how to utilize it best for the players that he has right now. He's 30 years old, too. Shot of a lifetime, right? Let's go. I yeah. Mean, you know, I, regardless of how you got the, the opportunity, the opportunity is yours. Let's roll yeah. with it. So from that standpoint, I'm excited for him. All right, Roy, uh, what are you writing about this weekend on Colts.com going into to Week 10? Well, this will not surprise you, Matt, but it's going to be a lot of stuff about Jeff Saturday yeah, and Parks Frazier. So it, you can check it. that out on Colts.com. On Thursday, I had a chance to visit with Parks today. Uh, just hear about his philosophy, how he's going to go about this play-calling gig. So that's going to be up on Colts.com. Also, had a mailbag go up today, mm-hmm. kind of getting into some of the stuff about Jeff Saturday. And then game preview, because we got a game to play. Yeah. Well, we d- we're not playing. Uh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> thank God. That would be really bad for the Colts. But we'll both be in Las Vegas, so we got we got to talk about the game. I had a chance to talk with Isaiah Rogers a little bit about Devontae Adams this week, uh, you know, what makes Devontae one of the best receivers in the NFL and Isaiah's opinion. So yep. um, got some actual X's and O's to talk about this week. That's yeah, going to be good stuff. Uh, gonna be nice to write about. No doubt. All right, my friend, that's J.J. Stankovitz from Colts.com and the Colts mobile app. J.J., have a great night, and uh, we'll see you in Cincinnati, buddy. All right, appreciate you, mate. You got it. That's the uh, Colts Daily Update tonight on a Thursday. For more Colts content, again, we got you locked and loaded on the website, the official Colts podcast from earlier this week. That's up. Also, Inside Football with Rick Vin. Turry breaking down the blueprints to beat the Raiders and also his thoughts on all the coaching changes.
changes this week on the Colts staff. And a lot more player reaction this week as well from the locker room regarding the coaching changes and the reaction now that Jeff Saturday is the man in the fold. Instant replay is coming up next. We got a bail for JJ. I'm Matt Taylor, and this is the Colts Daily Update here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Good night.